irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to the Power of Love Show only on LA Talk Radio. Welcome to the Power of Love, brought to you by the Dee Dee Jackson Foundation. Where we shine a light on love and loss. I am TJ Jackson, and with me I have both of my brothers, Taj and Terrell. Terrell Jackson, Taj Jackson. How are you guys? We're What's going great. on? What's going on? Hey, um, <laughs> it feels good to be here. What did? I, what are you laughing? Did I mess up something? No, you said the, the intro is going to be short, but that was a lot, a whole lot. Shorter. That was a lot shorter, huh? Yeah. All That's right. All right. Yeah, how are you? First of all, I, let me do this intro. Time. Let me do the intro because I've right. I've missed out on a lot. So let me do the intro. We are live on Power of Love. So if you are listening to us right now, uh, thank you for joining us. Um, why is it? this isn't going well? Tita, don't worry. My last show was really bad. What happened? I couldn't read. I kept fumbling. Every really? Other line. Yeah, I couldn't. I, I fumbled. Okay. Many well, many times. Um, Take your time. It's okay. <laughs> I, <love you. laughs> uh, I don't know. It couldn't, it's, be, it couldn't be any worse than that. I just couldn't read. Really? Yeah, I just kept every other line I was messing up. Okay. Well, we, thank you for listening. That's what, as I said, um, if you are listening and want to contribute to our topic, um, or if you have a question on our topic, please feel free to send us a tweet at DDJ Foundation, or you can call in 323 um, 203 um, again, it's three two three two zero three zero eight one five. We are. I'm going to go right into the disclaimer. We are not licensed therapists. We're just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives. We've been impacted by it, and we've learned from it. If you need professional help, we urge you to seek it and to find it. Do not rely on us. Nope. Um, so, uh, Twitter, real quick. Twitter, yes. Tosh, I already gave it. He gave it. But I'll give it again. It's DDJ Foundation. Yeah. Uh, have you uh, guys said anything today? Huh? No. Huh. Yeah. I, I was sleeping. Just felt like he wasn't even in the show. No, he's here. He's he's, he's doing right, his thing. He's already on yeah. his Twitter game. Uh, exactly. Well, I feel like my mic is low. Is it is it cool? Um, I think That's we're all right. good. We're good. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I'm I'm happy to be back. I missed you guys. I know. I was in right? Nashville last week, and then I missed the show the week before. I'm not sure why, but I had something. I couldn't make it. So um, it's been two weeks for me, and mm-hmm. it's, it feels good to be here. I missed uh, my brothers, and I missed doing the show, and I missed uh, our listeners and learning, to be honest. So yeah. um, this is something that I think at first we started where we were just kind of just talking and, and sharing our opinions and what happened. But really, this has been so educational and uh, what's the word? Therapeutic. Therapeutic. Yeah, thanks, Taj. You're welcome. It's been therapeutic for us, so I actually enjoyed this, um, doing yeah. this a lot, and I and I missed it, so I'm happy to be back. Um, we'll go right into it. Terrell, uh, do you want to talk about your week? How was your week? Yes. Well, you've been gone for a while. Yeah. We, we had a good show about procrastination last week. Okay. Um, the topic was good. I just was a little bit shaky. But yeah. anyways, um, we discussed ways of uh, what causes procrastination and how you defeat it, and one of the things that I was procrastinating on was going to see the doctor. Yeah. And I went earlier today. Okay. So I still have to go back and, and get blood work done and all that, but at least I went. I'm proud it's the of first you, step. Yeah. yeah. So I'm happy I went. Good. It's important. Man. Yeah, I have to, and I got to be more consistent with that. So, um, did the doctor thing, Good. um, the week, what else did we do? We had a great board meeting. You were out of town, yeah. obviously. Yeah. But um, obviously, we always say it. There's a there's a lot of people behind DDJF. It's not just us three. Right. And uh, we have a great team, great board. We had a, a great meeting on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep. Discussed a lot of things um, that we did in the past, things that we're working on, and things coming in the future. Some great stuff. So um, we're excited about that. And Taj, no, I'll that, pass it to you. Yeah, I mean, um, and also just we're very thankful for everyone supporting us, whether it's a donation or get, helping us get the name out. And so. Um, I, I didn't do anything this week that I remember besides the board meetings. It, this yeah. week's like a setup week for me in terms of because um, just working on some projects and stuff cool. like that, like the Halloween stuff and, yeah. and whatever. So photo shoot prep. You clean. Oh no! Did you clean your studio out? Yeah, that was but last week. Though. That was last week. Yeah. You didn't do anything this week? This week was all prep for. Okay, so you'll do some coming up. Yeah, All right. I have a baby shower coming up too, so that's why. Which is pretty big deal, Tom. Yeah, yes, Tosh. It's, but it's not happening. I'm just prepping for it. That's the okay, thing. Are you yeah. really doing anything? Yeah. Or is that uh, all? No, I'm actually. I'm, 
You sure? Yes. Because yeah. if I'm going to base it off of what you're doing here, you're not doing too much. <laughs> I do a lot behind the scenes. <laughs> just, Everyone knows. Hey, that. man, I just got to rip it. I missed it, man. I know. They know. <laughs> so Everyone knows. The, the big thing, and we don't like getting political on this show, but the big thing that's been going on, I think, has been that hearing. Oh, yes. Mm. At least here in the States. Um, I'm not, I don't really follow, but it, it seems to really, I just, the one thing I have to say is I feel like our country's quite divided. At least it feels that yeah, way. Maybe no, it's it a, is. So I, 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 I do hope and pray that we could somehow unite our country and unite just, it's, it's everything's about, uni- uh, unity, unity. Yeah. Cause there was, um, there was actually a tweet I saw where a woman, that's what she said. It, it was, she said that she was on a flight back home and the flight, the captain said something about, um, you know, he did his normal thing where, mm-hmm. where he landed or whatever. And at the end, he just said, I, I want to remind everyone to be kind and love each other. And and she said it was such a strong thing because it just took everyone, you know, because once you get off a plane, you just disperse. You yeah. know, it's like everyone's on their own little mission. Yeah, you're everyone to get wants out. to hurry up and get the bag baggage claim so she said it was pretty profound because it kind of changed the tone on how she was stepping out into this new yeah. chapter or new step or whatever she was walking into so and i thought that was really awesome yeah. of the pilot you mm-hmm. know and 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 it's just a reminder for anyone whether you're a teacher a doctor or whatever just if you got a message go ahead and spread it you know if yeah. it's be kind you know um smile whatever it is you know and i th- i think that's important for for us all to do I think we need to connect more too. I think that's the problem too. We, we have our own little circles and stuff like that. And I think that the internet and the phones and have made it even easier Mm -hmm. to just be in your own little bubble. And I think that's the problem too, is that we definitely, definitely, definitely have to, you know, learn about each other and care about each other because it's not getting better. It's getting worse. And that, that's one thing I wonder, um, have we always been divided? And just nobody said anything. No, cause because you used I, to know I don't, people. I don't. You used to well, know I'm your not neighbors. saying us. I'm just saying overall. I think it's I th- oh. the only good thing about all of this with the Trump and everything is that now it's almost like you know what you're dealing with, and you see it. But some people don't care. Some so people don't care. Th- that's, well, it's make, it makes it harder too. But some people don't believe. Some people don't believe it existed. And now, now it's just smack well, in front of your face. Again, I don't like to get political. It's not a political show. It but I do wish there was a way where it was, it seems very accu- accusatory. I don't know, my, my, my mind's, I don't know, maybe still on vacation. But on both sides, you know, and yeah. I feel like it's, you know. It's, it's the sports mentality. It's almost like you pick your team. And, yeah. you, and no matter what, the team is right. Yeah. That's why I do think, and I, I and that's not the way to look at it. I do think it's 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 almost time to uh, for a female to run our country. I really do. Mm. I really do. They're more I'm, emotional. They're more not emotional in that in the negative sense, in the positive sense. They're more nurturing and more comforting and play their emotion. In my opinion, and I think we we need that. I, so I'm, you I'm, women I, out there, I've said that a long time ago. But, you did, Tosh? Yeah. Okay. I voted. Um, all right well should we get into it because we have an amazing guest yes today um we have tara williams Uh, are you with us tara i am how are you we are great we are great and so great to hear you your voice and i i have to say i'm a little envious of you because you are an author and not only are you an author, I'm a, I'm a huge lover of books and reading, but you're an author of a children's book, which is something I yes. want to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's so awesome that you're doing that. Uh, so first of all, congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. Can I ask you, okay, I know you have a background in child education, is that right? That's right. Yep. I teach uh, first and second grade special ed for 20 years now. Awesome. You're still going? Mm-hmm. I'm still going. I have to ask you before we get into your book and on the, on the topic, how did you land into the special ed department of teaching? Um, I've just always loved children. My mother had a daycare growing up, so I always helped her when she had the daycare. And I always liked working with the more challenging students. Good for you. I commend you. I commend all teachers. Thank though. you. Yeah. But especially special ed, it's you, you're a blessing, and uh, it's just beautiful. So thank you. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you for having me on today. Yeah. Too. Yeah. First of all, you're calling from, you're in Rhode Island. Is that right? I am the East Coast. How is the weather right now on East Coast? Right now it's beautiful. Well, I say beautiful, hmm. 70 degrees. That's beautiful that's, to me. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the perfect ideal weather. Um, okay. So anyway, Tara, you were, you are a child educator, but you also are an author and I have your book in mm-hmm. front of me. It's called Angel Angel Friends. And mm-hmm. I think it's such an important and awesome book. I think it's uh, the message is great. Um, before I'm going to ask you to talk about your book, I'm going to ask you, how did you get into becoming a writer? I've always wanted to write books ever since I was a little girl. And so after teaching for many years and becoming a mom, I said, all right, it's finally time to make a difference. Mm -hmm. So I finally just did it. I said, I woke up one morning and I said, I need to do this. Um, Especially after seeing what my niece was going through, I felt like I needed to write a book Mm -hmm. to help other kids with the same issues. So, and our listeners would rather hear you explain it than myself. Um, Can you tell us what the book is about? Sure. So... It's based on my niece. Her name is India, and she lost her dad when she was 18 months old. Um, She started seeing him and getting messages from him and telling her mother, but her mother didn't quite believe her until there was too many coincidences. Um, And so what I tried to do is put it into a kid-friendly version about a little girl who has an imaginary friend, but it's really an angel. Mm. So... I kind of wanted it to be a discussion piece for adults and um, their children to have so they can listen to what their the kids' thoughts were. That's that's very creative. That's amazing. That, that's very creative. Um, just real, real quick for me, have I often ask this question to all, to all the guests that come. When was the first time, if you don't mind answering, when was the first time that you really dealt with death or loss? The first time that I dealt with loss, oh, I was uh, probably a teenager with like my great grandmother or my great uncle Joe, Um, just probably another reason why I wanted to go the special education route is because my great uncle also had special needs. So I feel like he's always with me, pushing me to do that route as well. Okay. Um, But it was when I was. Go I ahead. was a teenager. Okay, so here's my question to piggyback off Terrell's. How did you go from there? Because normally, in my, and I could be wrong, you you all can correct me on this. I feel like when you go through, I lost my mother as a teen, so it kind of changed my perception on others when they lose a significant person. You know, I, I think it, I, I would assume the general public, if they haven't experienced a very close loss, they kind of don't really know that pain to the real extent. Mm-hmm. So what amazes me, right. um, and you correct me if I'm wrong, Tara, you're saying your great-grandparent was probably the, the first significant loss. I would yes. ass- I would have assumed that that wouldn't have been close enough for you to inspire to write this kind of book. Did that make sense? Right. Because no, it wasn't... you're right. A, um, a, a, I would then I would probably say it was when um, my niece's father passed away. Okay, so that was the the trigger kind of thing that made you... However, that could also be the connection, though. What do you mean, Phil? Because because of her losing her... um, Great-grandparent? Yeah, great-grandparent. It probably was that connection of being... Young. You know. I see. Okay. Um and then can I ask now, I'm just out of curios- curiosity, how old is India now? She's 12. Oh, wow. She just turned 12. Yeah, she's amazing. She is the most special girl with a beautiful soul and a big heart. That's a she's beautiful. She's a great, great mm-hmm. girl. Now, my curiosity with you naming the main character in the book after your niece. Um, has I did. She, have, her- have you read the book to India or does she say anything about it? Oh, of course. She loves the book. Um, She helped me write it. She comes with me sometimes. When she was younger, she would come with me to book signings. And then 
the kids would get to meet the main character. So they thought that was so cool. So she's come to me. She's come with me to do different events and stuff and to help some of the other kids talk through it. That's beautiful. That is great. That is. Um, I have a, a question. We're all parents here and Taj will soon be yeah. a, a parent as well. Um, my question is about reading and children. There's so much technology mm-hmm. in the world right now. There's iPads and, and everything else, computers. How, how do we get our youth more into reading, period? I think it just starts at home as when they're little kids and they're babies and just keep them reading their nighttime stories to them and just make it fun for them. Mm-hmm. I think that books can help them. Um, they can be for enjoyment, just just a fun book. Like my book could be a kid-friendly, imaginary friend that's an angel, or it could go into a deeper meaning, and then it helps children feel less alone and more comforted, and they can express their feelings better when they have a book that they connect with. So I mm-hmm. think as long as you're just starting it early, mm-hmm. then they'll continue to love books. Have you seen... Have you seen... My book... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I that's okay. I was going to say, um, I actually have two books, and in both of the books, um, I put songs in them because I feel like music helps too, and it brings people together. So each of the books have a song in it, and I think that the kids really connect with that as well, that they can sing the song. So if I go to book events and I start singing it, they sing it with me. So I think that's really cool too. So different authors can, if they can add something like that into it, then I think mm-hmm. the kids would be excited about reading. Yeah. Um, have you have you noticed because you're, you're a teacher as well, correct? With the first and second. Yeah. Have you noticed yep. over the years any changes as far as reading with children and, and attention? Um, I do, but I try to use a little bit of everything in my classroom. So I do use technology. Mm-hmm. Um, we use the iPad. Um, we use the audio books and audio CDs, all different types of uh reading materials just to get them excited yeah yeah and and i'm going to say something too um as a parent i think books are so important so any of our listeners who can admit that they've been slacking off if they have Mm -hmm. kids about the reading um, please please introduce books to your kids and not only that i'm gonna take it a step further try to also introduce books that have a message and a story um, that can teach something. And I, when I say teach something, I think it's best done in stories for kids, you know? And that's one thing why I'm so happy. Absolutely. That's why I'm so happy you're with us, Tara, because from empathy to, you know, dealing with loss to to just, you know, um, inspirational stuff. And I, I feel that your book has all that. And I think that is so important for kids to to continue to, to you know, it, I do think with technology and everything, that that is what's being affected the most is the empathetic part of our kids. Mm-hmm. And I think books are, right. are a huge, um, you know, something that can really help that. I think books, they just help with the discussion piece of it because yeah. all kids learn by asking questions. Yeah. So they, if you start with a book, it's just a way for you guys to have a discussion with each other. And then when they start asking the questions about important topics, that gives parents the end to try to help them with whatever they're going through. There's books about everything out there. Yeah. When you said you, you kind of um, talked about your niece's story in a child, Mm -hmm. in a child kind of way, right? I think that was the term you kind Mm -hmm. of described. What, what did that entail? What, what did that mean when you became, when you started to write it into a children's book? What did you leave out? What did you embellish? Yeah, I didn't want to talk about um, necessarily the death and the grieving part of it, what I wanted to do um, was if people wanted to talk about it, then they can. Otherwise, it can just be a fun book. But Mm. it opens the door for Mm. that discussion um, by saying, oh, did you have an imaginary friend? Or have you ever seen an angel? Or if someone's passed away, maybe um, your dad is your angel looking over you. Mm. So... I just wanted it to kind of be like a two-tier story so it can go either way. 
Yeah, um, we are live on the Power of Love show with Tara Williams, and we are talking about her book, Angel Friends. Tara, where can people pick up the book? Um, the easiest way is probably on Amazon. Um, it is on barnesandnoble.com also. Great. It's in um, different stores, um, like gift shops and things like that. But the easiest way is definitely uh, through Amazon or through my website at uh, www.angelfriends.net. Great. When did you when did you publish this one, uh, Tara? Uh, this one was about six years ago. And, and then I just published another one last year. And what's that oh. one called? That one is, I'm trying to do a series. So it's another angel friend, mm, but good. it's called Let Your Smile Shine. And that one deals with, it's more of like an anti-bullying book. So it deals with different themes, like it's kindness, bravery, That's resilience, great. things like that. That's great. Good idea. I have a question. Um, I, I'm, I'm assuming that there was some type of challenge when going to write this book, whether it was a personal challenge of, of just getting up and actually doing it, did you witness anything or did you experience any type of challenge that you had to get over to complete this book? I, I've had a lot of challenges. <laughs> I was just a fear of not getting it published or not having the confidence in writing. Um, but then after doing it and I mean, I made change after change after change um, and having India's help and input with it mm. and she loved it. So I said, all right, this is for the kids. This is what's going to get them listening. So I just did it. And so she was what, six when you published mm-hmm. about that age? Six, um, yeah. Yep. Okay. And then you, was. you, I assume, and I'm so curious on this, you wrote the book, but you had her at the end check it or was it kind of a collaboratory thing or how did that work? No, at the end I just kind of read it to her and I asked her what her thoughts were about it. Um, because it was, that was just the age I was looking for, like six, seven year olds. Um, that's the age range that I think it's perfect for. So I just wanted to get her input. And like I said, she is such a smart (laughs) little girl that, uh, she gave it to me. So great. I, yeah. yeah, yeah. I really commend you because I think a lot of people start things and they have doubt and they end up, th- there's a calling, they want to do something, but then they end up fading away and not um, completing it. Um, I know that you said right. your niece was instrumental in, in when you read it to her that she, because she liked it and stuff like that, that's what gave you kind of, not the courage to publish it, but like, okay, this is exactly who I want it for. Mm-hmm. Um but did right. you, just starting it, did you, what was like the biggest doubt? Because we have a lot of listeners that want to do something, but, you know, the fear sets in, you know, we're human and we're, we wonder, oh, no one's going to, I don't know, it might fail and this and that. So I, I like to hear from, you know, our guests in terms of what was the driving force in terms of how did you combat that in terms of your fear of like failure, or your fear of, I don't know if this is going to be good enough. Honestly, um, I just wanted to make a difference, and I thought that this was the only way um, that I could do it, because when um, India's dad did pass away, I was looking for resources and things to help her, and there wasn't many at the time. Now there's much more, um, but there wasn't many at the time, and I felt like I needed to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, I felt like my angels were telling me to do this. I named the angel Julia, which is my great-grandmother's name. Um, that's the one that passed away. One of the first people that passed away that I knew. And ever since I was a little girl, I feel like I've always saw angels and have been open to that. So, and to this day, I still am. So I always feel like I have guardian angels watching over me and giving me messages. And I think that was a driving force with it as well. Curious. I don't know. Again, I don't I'm a little confused on this because I don't know if if you how close you were to your great grandparents. But did you find writing this book therapeutic for yourself at all, or was it oh, not absolutely. really? In what way? Um, I think it just helped me. It opened me up again to um, that there are angels out there, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like sometimes 
when I was a little kid, I know I would see them. And I know India as a little kid, she would see them. I know when you're younger, um, especially toddlers and five and six year olds, they're ruled by their perception of life. But it's not until you're an adult start telling you that angels don't exist, Mm -hmm. that they stop listening to that. Mm -hmm. So kind of as I went on with life, I was I kind of got away from that. And then it brought me back to um, that they do exist and I'm seeing signs. And then I do believe I see more signs and I listen and I ask. And so it opened up that world for me again, where I got lost for a little bit. And I guess that kind of correlates with, there's a phrase in in your bio that I circled and, and keep looking at where it says, most people think that seeing is believing, but Tara thinks first you believe and then you will see Does that piggyback that's off exactly true. what you're saying right that's exactly it yeah okay so we have two books in the series how many books are you trying to go to well i have a five-year-old home right now so <laughs> i've been pretty busy with this okay um, i have i have so many ideas it's just finding the time to do it but i yeah. do have a lot of ideas so i would like to do like a five book series, but um, I like to be inspired. I have a lot of ideas, but like my second book is inspired by my daughter who was born with a cleft lip and has a scar on her face. And mm-hmm. so it's like an anti-bullying book. So mm-hmm. something will happen and it'll spark me and I'll say, this is my next book. That's mm-hmm. great. And, and, and I love that it's authentic and I love that it inspires you to act and I love how you you're doing it. You know, it's it's great, and I commend you for that. You know, like Todd said earlier, a lot of times people get hung up, um, but not only are you doing that, it's it's great for you, but it's great for others, and I love the fact that it's art, so it's going to live forever, and uh, again, I just commend you. Well done. It's it's definitely needed, and I think that's the thing in terms of, that's why I commend you, because you put it into action, but I do think, like, as you said, it's, you know, when we're kids, you, the world's open to us. And, you know, as adults, you, you get limitations. People tell you, Oh, this doesn't exist or this, or you're foolish to believe this and that. And, and I think that's one of the things that's really can be harmful. And I think that, you know, your book is great in that way of teaching kids in, in a way to, to believe in angels and believe in that aspect of it. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that, I mean, it's hard because I've never lost that belief, but I know of many people that have because they've been ridiculed or, you know, been told to grow up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I refuse to grow mm-hmm. up, but that's the, that's, you know, and I think that we lose that as, yeah. as you get older. On a, and on a quick side note, what shirt are you wearing? Because you do refuse to never grow up. I have a, I, oh, it's I, cozy, huh? Yeah. It's, I have an, an like, animation. It's an anime. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I, I'm, <laughs> so a, when I'm, he's saying, I refuse to grow up, I do. Really I'm holding, means yeah, I, yeah, to I grow refuse up. to grow I mean, I, because <laughs> kids have a certain innocence to them and, and they have a certain, um, yeah, I would say innocence in, in a way. And they're more open to things too. And they, <laughs> It's we as adults, we really do say no. And we're shaped by society in terms of this is right. This right. is wrong. And and it, it, society changes, you know, Absolutely. 200 years from uh, ago, society was completely different. Yeah. And, you know, so what's right and right. wrong. But kids yeah. have a, like a certain way of looking through things. And, yeah. you know, so I love that aspect of the angels and in, in terms of that and because it's needed. And, and to piggyback off, that, I just love how she she went with. She yeah. pulled from the kid. The kid had the authority. Yeah. You know, the kid dictated how the story was going. Yeah. Uh, India did. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, we'll give I, it the blessing. Yes. Gave it the blessing. Yeah. I have a question for you, Tara. Um, sure. I, I, we've had people who've lost either a child or have lost, um, you know, a parent on the show, uh, quite a bit of them. One thing we probably have had, but the one thing I really don't remember us talking about is the role of an aunt or uncle uh, to someone who's lost, to to a niece or a nephew who's lost. What did you, how did you find your kind of, this is my first question, how did you kind of find your place in that? And what take us back to that time. What was your role? Well, my role was just being there for my sister and for India as much as I could be. Um, 
obviously it was a really hard time. Um, I think that because I'm a little more spiritual, my role for India was to instill that in her, Mm. um, where my sister didn't believe in that as much. And especially going through what just happened, maybe not believing in much at all at that point. So I think that it, it was my role to instill the spirituality onto her. That's beautiful. Did your spiritual spirituality ever waver when, uh, or did you, in terms of, have you always been strong with it in terms of, because you said your sister was kind of different? No, I've always been pretty strong with it and pretty open. Um, I try not to, I choose not to let that part fade away now. Uh-huh. And I think it's easy easy for me because I constantly see signs and I constantly get signs and India constantly gets signs. So, and now my sister even does. So Hmm. now it's easy for her to believe. So I think it's a good, a good book for parents too. And for grownups, because, you know, at the end of the book, yes, she does believe because here's the sign. And one of the signs was um, a feather and in the book, Hmm. it's a rainbow and truly like every, um, birthday of India's dad, there's a rainbow out. So, I mean, there are so many signs mm. that you can't not believe. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I, I love, I love what you're doing and what you did. I really do. Because I remember when my mother passed, I was thinking a similar thing. There just wasn't, I was really disappointed on what was out there to help, you know, and it didn't mm-hmm. seem like there was any resources. So, to, to see and I have it in my hand to see you know to see the story and, and where it comes from is, is a blessing so again thank and that, you that was my question that I was going to ask earlier uh, and you kind of mentioned it before we know with the show there's it's there's a void when it comes to loss and grief and, and dealing with death and you mentioned that as well why do you feel that is and and obviously it's not an easy topic to discuss but why do you feel it's that way. And how do we fix it? How do we bring it uh, more into, to uh, a, a, a normal car? Is that me, Taj? Yeah, that's you. Sorry. How do we bring it more into a, a place where we could speak about it openly? I think it's just more open discussions, what we're doing now, mm. more books, mm. more resources, things like that. Um, I, again, I think it starts at home with the parents. Um, it's hard being a teacher. You can't really, um, delve into this stuff, into the classroom. We literally two days ago and my school district had a horrific thing happen where um, it was a murder-suicide situation with one of the students um, in my school, a little boy, and we can't, as teachers, really go into that mm-hmm. at the school. It needs to be more of the school psychologists and things like that. So I feel like it has to start, that conversation has to start at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a, that's a very good point because when things, a lot of things happen, there's, I don't, red tape's the wrong word or, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe yeah. the wrong, but, but I understand what you're saying. So it has to start from home. I agree with that. I think it's, it's a, something that us at home need to really delve into and, and bring up. Um, we are live on the power of love with um, Tara Williams. I keep my instincts keep saying it the other way, <laughs> but I know it's Tara Williams. <laughs> do you get that a lot, Tara? Yes, I do. Okay, <laughs> Why, do you get Tara. Yes. <laughs> Why are you saying it, Tara? Don't say. Me? Don't put it out there. No, it's Tara. Tara. Yeah, like your like, name. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like me. <laughs> That's how I'm remember, remembering Tara. it. Um, and we're talking with Tara Williams, the author of Angel Friends, and. Is it still available for audio, an audio download? Is so that... um, what I did was, because I ended up switching publishers, so the audio is, um, I have CDs made, and I will I send them out with anyone who wants, who purchases a book through me. So it's no longer available um, online with the audio, but I have the CDs, so if anyone purchases it, through me, um, through my Instagram or Facebook or website, and I send the audio with it. Okay, and your website again is www.angelfriends.net. Um, we have Correct. a comment from yeah. Instagram. Um, it's from Toria. Um, 
He says, because of the divorce of his parents, my son started to be angry and overwhelmed um, sometimes. So I bought those books to help um, us talk about anger and how to deal with it. She's showing books here. Yeah, that's great. Um, Now he can tell me with words when he starts to get angry pretty much or sad. So, so books open up a com- as so you as beautiful. Tar- mm. So yeah, well, we, it's beautiful. Thanks for the comment, um, Toria. Yeah, and um, you know, I I think that is something as a parent that is crucial, and it's it's a great tool that I think for some reason doesn't come. I don't want to say doesn't come instinctual, but kind of gets left behind. You know, I think just society and the grind keeps us away from that. But that's something that if, you, if there's any subjects you want to talk to your kids about or you don't know how to approach them in, um, the books. Yeah. Go the book route. And, and that's why, again, Angel Friends is great for anyone who's dealing with anyone who lost someone or even a friend that lost someone. Mm-hmm. Um, anyone who knows someone that has a little kid that lost you know that may have passed yeah. any type of loss really it's just just a, just a vehicle to get the conversation started yeah when my my um i had a couple i've had throughout this year and last year i've had a couple of friends that have lost a parent yeah and um me being in that situation too the, one of the first things i say to him which um Terrace said as well is you, you have to be open to signs you have to be open kind of to to seeing things in terms of like just you know, because they, they, there's that loss and whatever. But for me, I was always open to getting signs from mom or getting signs, you know, yeah. little signals or hints or this or that or Do things, you, undeniable things, not things that are like, oh, you know. And this may be a little bit off topic. But do you think that kind of correlates with whether you're an optimistic person or a pessimistic person? Um, it's, it's, I think it's just with it's as an adult. It's just it's different. I mean, unless you're a spiritual person, mm-hmm. you know, then it's you're open to that. But, but sometimes, even if you're a spiritual person, if I mean, if if you're soft spiritually, yeah, yeah, yeah. then it could sway you the wrong way. Yeah, it's like, well, then why did this happen? You know, that I need us, and then you start seeing it in a negative perspective. So you can. I mean, I think the signs that um, I've I've checked back with a couple of them. They have, they have seen signs. Yeah, you know that have. Because it kind of calm, not calms you down, but it makes you feel, feel better. Feels, it makes of, you yeah. connect you. But it's it's easier said than done. I'm just saying that it has. You know, most of them have checked back and been like, "You were right." Yeah. Kind of. You know, I've I've opened myself up, and it's like now I'm. St- you know, is that Tara? Is that kind of what you think in, in that way too? I I do. I think um, anyone who gets signs, I feel like they take comfort in knowing and feeling that their loved ones are there with them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I. I encourage everyone to talk to their guardian angels, literally ask questions and then listen and you'll be shocked at yeah. what you get for signs. Yeah, <laughs> you have to ask and you have to believe. Yeah. That's the belief is the, is the catch there. It's important. Yeah. Um, I have a quick question. When you decided that you wanted to write the book, I know I mentioned asked earlier if there were any challenges, but did you hear, did you, have anyone that was kind of uh, kind of swaying you not to write about this topic because it's such a I guess um, not swaying me not to um, but there were some things that uh, my sister didn't want me to be specific about um, okay. she didn't, which I think worked out well like she didn't want to specifically say that someone that it was India's dad who died or mm. um, the different signs that she was getting because I think it was a little too real and raw at the time. Yeah. Um, but I think that was good because now it can go either way and it's mm. more kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. And then my, my second part of the question, I know for, with my brothers and I as artists, musicians, we love hearing feedback and we love reading stories that have inspired people um, and I was curious to know if from our art, from, from our art, um, I was curious to know if you've gotten any mail or heard any feedback that, you, that you could share with us. I have, I've gotten a ton and I was super shocked that I get so much. Um, <laughs> it's people that send me videos and people that send me pictures and they said, um, this whole thing tell me now, thank you for the audio CD and this, this book helps awful she just lost her uncle i mean there's so many different things so i'm shocked 
and humbled and um, I welcome more. So please send me Instagram wow. at angelfriends444. Send me more um, because I love getting it. How did, how did that feel when you first read or saw a video? How did that make you feel as a person, as an artist? How, what did that do for you? Well, shocked, first of all. Because <laughs> little old me from Rhode Island, I didn't expect that. But um, shocked, and it gave me more confidence, and it made me realize that I am making a difference and to keep keep on doing what I'm doing. Right. Question for you. Was there ever a consideration to not use India's real name? Um, no. Okay, so that was never an issue for anyone? Nope. Okay, I was curious. Nope. I was always a little bit jealous. She's in my next book, too. Good. See, she's probably curious. she probably loves it. I would think. I, I would love she it. She does love it. Yeah. And the angel in my in the next book is her dad, Michael. That's oh. great. So. See, that's one thing. I always yeah. wish my name was in a book. It was never in a book. No, your name I'm can't. I'm sure you can find a TJ and Taj and a Tara. You can find a, a yeah. tarot. It's just going to be spelled a lot yeah. different. That's no, the problem. Nah. Um, the third one, I'll remember that, guys. I'll remember yeah. my third one. Yeah. Why can't there be like three <laughs> angels that are brothers, you know, and from the California? That's. I think we're on to something. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me, you are a trained, and I know this word, is it Reiki healer? Yeah, a Reiki healer. That, so I, didn't say it right. I was trained in it, and I honestly have not done it in so long. But basically, Reiki is a healing technique where you channel positive energy to a person, and it like restores their well-being. Mm. So it's energy work. Mm. How did you get into again that? something that I lost sight of being a mom and yeah. an author and a teacher and. How everything you, else. <laughs> how did you get into that, Tara, the, the Reiki side, the Reiki healing? Um, I started it when I took um, courses um, with this woman named Jackie Eaton, and she would teach angel light messenger course, courses, um, and that was how to open yourself up, basically, to speaking with spirit guides and angels. Gotcha. Um, and then she had a Reiki class, and I just thought that it was very interesting so i tried it and it worked again so i just kept going with it great that's wonderful no 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 because we've we've talked about it in past um, podcasts so our listeners know yeah we do we did about it we talked about uh energy yeah and reiki and uh just being positive okay well um tara is we usually close our show with something for you, you uh, we would like to give you. I should have warned you, so I apologize. That's why I'm trying to like yeah, you consider. Just throw it on. Normally, <laughs> <laughs> normally I prepare our guests, so I apologize in advance. Um, but we like to give our guests, you know, a thirty second to a minute uh, floor time to talk about whatever you want to talk about. It could be anything you want. It could be your your new movie you like, your your favorite artist. It could yeah. be um, if she wants to collect her thoughts. I do have a. Tw- a, a uh, no, it's fine. I just honestly, I just want everyone to remember that love never dies, mm. and that everyone has many angels watching over them. They just need to believe. Um, and I just hope that everyone likes the book. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, Taj, this is why I'm considering firing him because he, he, he can't fire me <laughs> because <laughs> he was supposed to uh, present something or uh, ask this, hey. make this comment before I asked you that question, but we'll still do it. So yes. go ahead, Todd. No, um, Marlene on, um, I think it's maybe it is time for I, I told you, no, uh, it's time to fire you. <laughs> uh, children enjoy spending time with their parents and like to learn on so many topics. Uh, reading moments become special moments of enriching exchanges and then as they grow up a habit because it reminds them of the good time. So like basically she's saying, which I agree is like, if there's that, if like us, we, we I'm reminded of my of mom talking, yeah. you know, reading to us or uncle Michael talking about books and everything like that. And it, it brings a good memory up in terms of how, how um, important it is. And so yeah. that's what she's saying is it, it's a, it, the power ha- it becomes a habit 
of reading because I think reading is so important nowadays and we're so we don't read enough. Absolutely. And with that said, um, we are going to remind all our listeners um, about Angel Friends, the book by uh, childhood, early childhood educator and author uh, Tara Williams. She's gotten two books into the series. Um, hopefully we're, we're hoping for many more books yes. and maybe even a cameo. <laughs> yeah. I got to keep throwing it out there. Yeah. You got to believe it first, right, Tara? <laughs> but um, I, I really want to thank you for joining us. And again, I, I completely, um, on behalf of all those who are going with a, a loss, um, want to thank you for, for putting this out there in, in the world for us to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, even, you know, I just wanted to thank you on behalf of my brothers for, for doing this because yes. we need more of these kind of things to, to, to help people learn how to deal with it, to help people heal and to help inspire people to, to live a positive life. Mm-hmm. So on behalf of my brothers, Tara, thank you so much for a writing the book and then joining us to, to share your story. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. Um, anything bros you guys want to say or just, no, I just, I think it's great what you're doing. Continue the great work. Um, it's, it's, it's very needed. Obviously, um, we turn on the news and we hear so many shootings and so much death around this world. And, you know, we miss this stuff and, and it's, unfortunately we don't really understand it until one goes through it. Yeah. But I think it's great that you're doing Mm -hmm. something about it. And I don't want to toot our own home horn, but even us doing something about it. It's like you said, we have to, we have to talk about it more to bring it to the forefront. So thank you for that. Yeah. And if it changes one life, it's 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 that life Mm -hmm. changes another life. So it does. There's like a butterfly effect in that way. That's the right term for that. Thank you. Not a ripple. Well, ripple effect is butterflies. I'm just on you, Todd. You know that. I know. Tara, thank you so much for joining us. Have a great rest of your week. Um, We are going to close out our show, but again, thanks for joining us on power of love. All right. Take care. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye-bye. Bye. So. Did you get her on? Yeah, me? Yeah. No. Uh, Did you hit the button too quick? No, I, yeah, you always do that to me. Uh, you know, you're very sorry, suspect. You, right sorry, now. Tara. I think Tara, I apologize. That's TJ. He's, he's a little rusty. I didn't rusty. hang up on her. No. No, you just, it's hard with that. There's a little delay on that. No, but, I, I just, I just want to say yeah. that, you know, I'm so excited when we get guests like this. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. Not only are they putting out great content, but they're practicing what they preach. And, well. and to piggyback, Taj, it inspires others to do it. Oh, 100%. Because I know that, as I, as I said, I know there's a lot of listeners that want to do something positive and whatever, but there's that fear aspect of it. Like, I don't know if I can, or I, I've always wanted to do this, but, you know, and it's like, sometimes you just have to do it and believe that you, it's, it's going to help someone. It's still kind of, and I don't know, it, maybe I'm. it's just me, but it kind of is, it, it's so interesting and fascinating to me that, she wrote this book. Um, I guess maybe it was for inspiration for her niece. It was mm-hmm. a way for her to give it back. But I would, I would have thought you'd have to go through some type of similar thing to to be inspired to write this kind of book. You know what I mean? Not if you're, if you're empath- and you yeah. love and empathetic yeah. and yeah. she wanted you, to do something you're feeling special. What? Yeah, you you feel the pain and stuff. So yeah, it it all depends. Some people don't have to go through it to. To yeah, I see. And I thought I was under the assumption that yeah. most times you would have to yourself. Yeah. Most mm-hmm. adults, yeah, if they're if they're so. thinking of themselves, yeah, then would have to. I, I teachers in general, there you you have to be a special type of person to be a teacher, um, which is why I want to be a highly teacher. underrated. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, no, Terrell, you do it's, have to be one absolutely. But w- to take it a step further, it's the special education type yes. of teacher. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and. After talking to Tara, you could see why her 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 vibe and she seems very mm-hmm. optimistic and positive and um you know very and and it takes that you know yeah. it takes that to we be a successful and great one so yeah. um okay anything else you guys want to say before I close out um welcome back sort of yeah thank I you guess. unfortunately I won't be here next week I have yeah. a real estate expo um so I won't be there but uh, I know the show's in good hands with you too. I thought you were going to say something mean. He was. He was. He realized yeah. too much. He too much speaking about good energy. Yeah. You don't want to ruin it. Yeah. But, all right. I, I was, but I'm not going to. But um, yeah. So you guys got the next week. All right. All right. No problem. Yes. If you need me to get our, highest rate, me. our high, highest rate, our highest rated podcast. This guy's a hard carry, TJ. <laughs> I'm sure he is. <laughs> um, all right. That's our show for today. 
Um, again, special thanks to Tara Williams, the author of Angel Friends. You can go to Amazon. You can go to barnesnoble.com. Um, or you can go on our website, www.angelfriends.net. Um, it's a beautiful story um, about a young young child who is dealing with loss. And um, and I, I just think it's a, it's a beautiful, positive story. And, and like we've been saying throughout the show, for any parents out there, Utilize books like these to help teach your kids um, how to get through life in a in a great, positive, impactful way. Um, and again, I commend you, Tara, for, for writing this kind of a book. Uh, with that said, we're going to close out our show. Uh, if you are just discovering our show and want to learn more about our foundation, please make sure to go to go to our website, www.www. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, WW won't get you anywhere. You got to get three W's in there. So www.ddjf.org. Uh-huh. Um, and if you found our program helpful and can afford to do it, please go to DDJF and support the foundation. Any donation amount helps us support those in need, those who are struggling, those who are going through grief. And even if you can't, just spread the word, yep. um, share, you know, tweets, share, you know, like pages. We're just trying to get our. Um, foundation even more out there so that we can help more and more people and um that's it just practice love and spread peace and anything else bro that's it no that's it we're good all right so we will see you next week or at least my two brothers will and uh have a great rest of your week adios Hasta. thank you for listening to the power of love we are here to provide hope resources and a community so no one feels alone in their grief support for our power of love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.